welcome to Freelance Gems, a podcast designed to help you make your service-based business a whole lot less work and a lot more fun. Sound good? Let's get into the episode. Today I'm breaking down the five-part sales page I use for my services so that you can start selling before you actually hop on the discovery call because I don't know about you, but I do not like selling. I do not like trying to convince somebody why I'm the right fit or even trying to figure out if they're the right fit all on one discovery call. So when I discovered that you can actually prevent a lot of this by putting together a really strong sales page, I thought, oh my lord, this is the holy grail. So that is what I'm going to be sharing with you today because it is going to save your butt on your next discovery call. We've all been guilty of just slapping together typical services page and there's actually a whole lot more that they could be doing for us saving us a bunch of unnecessary discovery calls and also saving us a bunch of unnecessary stress on those actual calls because we'll have done a lot of the selling before you have to actually hop on the call. But now that you know you need to ditch that old services page because it is not serving you, let's get into my five-part formula for putting together a high-converting, authentic sales page. The first part of this formula is to address the struggle and then the transformation. So basically, what's wrong and how you can help. So when you start writing this section of your services page, start thinking about why they're even on your services page at all. They're probably not just doing this for fun. I don't know about you, but I don't go look at random service providers' websites when I want to relax in the evening. So... They probably are struggling with something. Paint the picture of their current situation so that you can set the stage for the transformation. You need to really get into their challenges, their pain points, and honestly just empathize with how much everything sucks right now. Because if you're a social media manager, they're probably spending 10 hours on Instagram every day but still have 10 followers. Or if you are a virtual assistant, they're probably working from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. So get into that. Like, explain the details so you can meet them where they're at so that they can read it and just be nodding along. Now, once you've described just how crappy everything is, use the second part of this first step, the transformation stage, to describe how your offering is the perfect solution to this. So break out all the butterflies and rainbows you can think of. It's not just the deliverables. If you do social media, it's not just 10 posts every week. It's 10 hours of their time back, and that is priceless. And if you're feeling scammy in this part, please don't. We're going to keep it pretty short and sweet for a sales page, but this first part is super, super important so that you are making people aware of exactly how you can help and exactly the value of their investment if they do choose to work with you. You're not trying to schmooze anyone or convince them or trick them into thinking their life sucks because like I said, if they're on your services page, their life probably does suck in one little way, even if it's just their number of Instagram followers. And that is the perfect place for you to come in. Now, for actually putting this on your website, I normally do kind of a side-by-side moment where I'll have, like, half of the section be like, does this sound familiar? And then list out all the crappy stuff. 
and then have the other section on the other side be like what if could be this though and then list out all the cool things it doesn't have to be crazy you don't have to write a million words for either one you can keep it to a quick bulleted list for both just make sure that that is front and center right away on your sales page so you are hooking people in and letting them know they're in the right spot okay the second part of my five-part sales page formula is the identity part so this is the part where you're going to let them self-identify if they're the right fit. This is where you save everybody time because neither of you guys have to get on a awkward sales call where they pretend like they're going to read your proposal afterwards and you spend an hour writing it and they ghost you. None of that is going to happen if you do this part right. So this is where you're making sure your services are actually a good fit by them by explaining the type of person you want to work with. This actually gives you extra good stuff because then you're weeding out people who aren't your ideal client at the same time. For instance, if this is a lower ticket, fast paced, maybe intensive style package, you would wanna write out that this is for the type of client who wants something to get them going right away, really values efficiency or has a DIY spirit that they can benefit from just a foundation working together and then they can go from there. Explain all those types of things as well as explain the qualities that would make someone a poor fit for this. It's nothing personal because if they're a poor fit for this package, they might be a perfect fit for even another one of your different packages. But please explain that here. So that if they're looking for full service, social media or virtual assistant services, this is not the package for them if it's a one-time strategy call. You know, it seems obvious, but these are a lot of the things we often don't figure out until we get on that call. And this can also be another side-by-side -side moment on your website where you literally just say, this package is perfect for you if dot, 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 and this package is not the right fit for you if dot, 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 dot. It does not have to be crazy or super long also. Just enough so that you can let people self-identify so you don't got to do it for them and waste your time. On to the third part of this five-part formula, and that is the features part. So like I said, we're not talking a ton about the features here because that's what we did, you know, in the old days. But that doesn't mean they're not still important because if you're buying a new course or something expensive, I just like seeing how many things are in a list. It gets me excited. I'm like, oh, wow, there's uh, 20 things on this list. I'm really getting a bang for my buck. And it sounds silly, but I swear to God, humans are silly. We like to see that stuff. So this is the spot to list out all those things that used to be the only thing on your services page and instead they can have a home here on your new sales page and really list out everything because like I said we like to see a long list so you can list out the calls that are included the prep work that's included if you give people a workbook or a discovery session in addition to the free call anything like that list it out here this also will help people gain clarity so that you're not having discrepancies over how many calls are included 
or things like that. Another bonus tip here is that if you offer something like a VIP day or a package that can have multiple things happen within it, maybe something more custom, give examples here to get people thinking of what they could do with that package. Then also describe everything that's included in the base of that package so there's no unmet expectations and people know exactly what they're getting. For instance, when I was doing VIP days, I would list out the amount of hours I was working and the amount of support after each VIP day, as well as a bunch of examples of what people could do with their VIP day because it wasn't a set package. Once again, this can just be a big old bulleted list. So this sales page should not take you long at all to put together. It just takes some brainstorming and you should be good to go. All right, on to part four of this five-part formula. This is the process. So for service-based businesses, this is a huge part because what we do is a little complicated. It can take anywhere from days to weeks to months to be delivered, or it can even be an ongoing process. So the last thing you want is for people to feel confused about what's actually been happening in the process and what you're doing during all that time. So I recommend addressing this ASAP so you don't have to try and memorize your entire process and explain it on every call because it will probably take up the entire call. In this section, try and think big picture about your process. This is not the spot to lay out the specific deadlines and nitty-gritty minutiae that is for something like Asana or Notion once you're actually working together, but this is just to give potential clients an overview of what they can expect working with you. I suggest breaking this down into no more than three to five major steps to give people a good summary without overwhelming them. You can get creative with this. You can have a different picture for each step or big old numbers for each steps, whatever you want to do. You can even just list it out really simply. This is just to help people understand what is actually going to happen if they work with you so they can start imagining themselves in that position. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. We're finally at part five, the call to action. Of course, the call to action is super important because this is where you finally put the price. And I suggest listing it as an investment instead of just writing cost or price next to it because that is what it is. It help people gain back their time, get ROI on their marketing efforts. We do so many magical things. So please frame this as the investment that it is, especially because you've already done the hard work explaining why it's an investment. So list your price here or at least your starting price if you haven't prioritized your offering yet. So people can also self-identify if they have the budget or not before they hop on a call. Just like you probably wouldn't want to go eat at a restaurant or shop at a store where you couldn't see the price tags, you probably wouldn't want to hop on a call with a service provider where you have no idea how much even their starting package is going to cost. Because honestly, it's just going to be a little embarrassing if you can't afford it. So please put yourself in your potential client's shoes here and don't think that you're going to scare them away. If anything, that's a good thing if you do scare them away so you won't have any price hagglers on your discovery calls. Now, the last thing I recommend adding here as a little special sauce moment is a fancier call to action than just book a call or let's begin. Remind them 
of the investment and of the transformation, even in your call to action. Something I like to say is ready to invest in yourself or, okay, that sounds really corny, but just use this as a chance to get a little creative and remind them of the transformation you bring. Now, one last thing I recommend, and this could be its own podcast, is to have an inquiry form that is titled an application form and acts like an application form. So we've already set the standard by helping people weed themselves out on the sales page, and we should continue that momentum on inquiry form. You should have a spot asking for budget, asking for their ideal timeline, asking why they want to work with you, all that good stuff, which I might make another episode on. Let me know if you're interested because it's a really good chance to assert yourself as a professional and make it known that it is a privilege to work with you. Okay, that is the core five-part formula I use for my sales pages. Of course, there are a bunch of things you could add to this. You could add testimonials. You can add FAQs, case studies, all that good stuff. But I didn't want this to be too overwhelming. So I put together these five parts, which are, just to recap, the struggle and transformation, identity, so they can self-identify if they're the right fit, the features breakdowns, they get excited about all the goodies they're getting, process breakdown so they know actually what they're getting into and they don't feel confused and the call to action that reminds them of the investment and the transformation that you bring so you really only need these five parts to get started faq section like i hinted at before is a nice place to add in any questions you find yourself getting on discovery calls and the magic in this is that you might even find with your lower ticket offers a really well thought out sales page can actually replace a discovery call at all. I know. That's the dream, right? It truly is possible, though, with lower ticket services like strategy sessions or VIP days and intensives. You do not always need to have a mandatory call unless you want one, but it's up to you. That being said, for Bigger ticket investments like full service social media management or custom websites, you definitely still want to have a call. I just think that's cool that discovery calls can actually be somewhat optional if your sales page is really, really strong. So if you use this five-part formula on your sales page, please let me know how your discovery calls change because I only recently started doing this myself and I'm honestly so excited to see the difference it makes for me. And I would just love to know if this is helping us introverts out there so we can do a little less selling on the calls. Okay, that's it for now. I'll see you guys next week.